Whiskey and Mash. As always, I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. And today we will be talking about Season 3, Episode 17, The Consultant, and Season 3, Episode 18, House Arrest. Um, since this is the first episode we're recording after uh, the sad, sad news day. that uh, Wayne Rogers passed away, I think, up front, we just want to dedicate... This show. this show to uh, Wayne Rogers' memory and to the great work that he did. Right. So, so. to you, Wayne Rogers. Yes. In memory of. In memory of Trapper John. And um, a great episode to start mm. with, The Consultant, mm. because that's what it's about. Trapper John and Hawkeye go to Tokyo for... Um, well, they're supposed to be going to different seminars and things. They don't actually make it to any seminars. But <laughs> while at the uh, bar in Tokyo, they met someone that was giving a seminar, and they offered him to come by MASH and visit. Mm -hmm. And um, he has been through two wars already, and he uh, agreed that he would love to stop by and visit at a MASH, on a MASH episode. So that's basically what, what this particular... Um, show is about that that camaraderie him coming to visit um i like trapper john in tokyo he ordered his <laughs> zombie i have no idea what a zombie is never had one but it had a lot of fruit and umbrella -y stuff in it so um i'm just looking it up for the heck of it okay because we have this thing called the internet and why not so it looks like rum pineapple juice orange juice uh, apricot brandy, some sugar, some more mm. rum, some more rum, and some know. lime juice. <laughs> Light rum, dark rum, and this recipe has Bacardi 151 rum. So oh, light that light, on fire. Like three and a half ounces of rum and a half ounce of brandy and then uh, fruit juice. And he told the... Um, <laughs> He told the bartender to keep him coming until he becomes a zombie. So, yeah. um, from what we heard of their experience in Tokyo, I think that's what the bartender did. Yeah. It. Um, as a little aside, just because we're at that comment, this seemed to be one of their calmer uh, trips to Tokyo. I mean, like... What? No one got arrested. No one got arrested. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> no, that's... Yeah. Where was another thing that they they did talk about when they were um, talking to Dr. Burrelli, not Minelli, yeah, yeah. Um, which he is not in the army. He's just a doctor, but he was in two past um, wars. wars. Yeah. So, but he was is not in this particular one. But I did notice that Hawkeye mentioned they have seven tables back at oh, MASH. really? So I thought I that was that. interesting that yeah. we finally know that there are seven tables mm -hmm. in OR. I think they can move them around and add more with pieces, but there's a basic seven table, no mm -hmm. waiting. Sure. <laughs> nice, seven table, no waiting. That, in one episode, uh, as another aside, we do see where they're double stacked with tables. Mm -hmm. You know, it's too deep. And having seven tables definitely um, corroborates that because on screen, how many do we only ever see? Like three or four. Yeah, so that means that there's got to be another another row or another column, depending on how you want to look at that. Right. So that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, that was my interesting comments. Mm -hmm. um, 
I need to stop interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, keep going. Um, I, I was blown away a little bit by Radar's driving. I don't know. I've seen him drive before, and he wasn't as crazy. He was just like great. And someone asked, where did, he got, where did you learn to drive? And he said, bumper cars. And the way he was driving today, I believe it. I, don't, I think he had other things on his mind mm-hmm. because um, Colonel came out and he said something like pick the guys up at the swamp mm-hmm. or I don't know how exactly he said it, but Radar just took off without him mm-hmm. and he had to walk there and Radar's like, well, why didn't you just ride with me? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He had did, he did that two times. So mm-hmm. where he just left um, the Colonel standing there. Yeah. Um, so we have them go to Tokyo for the conference and then in the bar, when Trapped is ordering his zombie, they basically say to um, the one doctor, you won't see us, right? Right. Right. And, um, you know, they say to him, if you really want to see... Come visit us. Come visit us. And so then he does. He comes up to MASH, right? Right. And as he's observing, especially Frank, Frank was going to amputate a leg... And he's like, no, no, don't take that off. All you need to do is take an artery, a new artery, put it in there, and what's that called when you burn it? Hmm? Cauterize it. And you just cauterize the two ends together. Isn't that what he said? Uh, I'm thinking suture. Suture? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, putting in a new... So they had time Mm -hmm. to get uh, an artery but not a whole lot of time. So Radar did some calling around to get an artery, and most people kind of looked at him or talked to him like he was a ghoul. I am not a ghoul. I work at a hospital. I do! <laughs> um, so this doctor was going to show them um, the, how to put in the new artery. Um, one other thing that we observed during this is Margaret kind of oh. looked at him like, <laughs> You know, the Margaret eyes, how she looks at a general or uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> those Margaret eyes. So yeah. she had a little crush on him um, that you could see. Radar called around. He found an artery. When they went to get the doctor to do the surgery, he had a few too many cocktails. Yeah. So ended up talking to, um, Hawkeye through the surgery. And Hawkeye performed it. It all worked out well, but there was definitely an anger in Hawkeye because he got too drunk to do the surgery. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the reasons Hawkeye was so angry is he saw himself in this in this elderly doctor. Yeah, and you know we have a I'm a Star Wars freak, so we had kind of a Yoda like moment out of that doctor when he said, you know, I'm showing all the signs of age. Clay feet, slowed hands, gray hair. Best of luck, Doctor, when you're on your third war. Right. So. Yeah, it was. And we do see, in a later episode, it's the one where Hawkeye sends Radar off to Solar Tokyo to lose his virginity, which we already know. He, but anyway, that's a separate <laughs> issue. Um, Radar gets caught in an attack. And then Hawkeye ends up operating on him. And uh, Hawkeye proceeds to just go out and get bombed. Just gone. 
and he has to leave surgery. Like, he has to step yes, out I to throw and up. Then... And that's a whole issue. But, you know, th- this reminded me of that because it's like... Yeah, it kind of does when you say it. it. it it's, it's not foreshadowing, but it's a good reference point. You know, Hawkeye's still a young surgeon and... And you get angry at someone that can't perform their duty because of alcohol. That's self-induced. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. I mean, we see it time and again in MASH where... I mean, this is a horrible situation that these doctors are in, and they're dealing with it as best they can. But, you know, like um, like Major, Major Borelli points out, you know, oh, I'm not dealing with it well, doctor. What's that that you're leaning on, a bubblegum machine? As Hawkeye's leaning on the still. Then you mentioned also, um, what did you call it? What what he had? Uh, it's like what candy works with. Oh, T- PTSD. PTSD, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that had to be what was going on with Borelli was a form of post-traumatic stress. Because he was in two other wards as a surgeon. So And I'm, he didn't seem to have any problem walking through, like when he was... You know, observing and mm-hmm. walking through, and when he noticed this with Frank, mm-hmm. it wasn't until he was called upon to actually do the surgery. Well, by or, then he was already drunk. Right. You know, and it was, I think it was the combination of the shelling, which was going on. And there was a lot more shelling, and maybe we just don't hear it so much in other mm-hmm. episodes, or they were making a point of the shelling in this episode. I think it was a point, because, yeah, normally when there's shelling, it's a big deal. Here they were just treating it like an everyday occurrence. Right, it, like everyone else didn't even notice. I did, uh, Margaret and Frank did have helmets on. Them. Yeah, which so. was great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it, it had to be the combination of the shelling, shelling and just dealing with all this again. Because we actually see another episode where a replacement surgeon comes in and he had been part of the Pusan perimeter. And uh, it's a BJ Hawkeye episode. It's early on because I don't think BJ has his mustache. So it was in the first couple seasons of him being there. But the surgeon, they find him in the swamp and he's just he's just wringing his hands. And he just looks up at him and goes, Oh, come off. Oh, co- oh the blood. The blood. No matter how much I scrub and scrub, it just... it. And he's pulling on his fingers. Oh. Oh, come off. And you, you see it get to doctors. And so it didn't hit Borelli quite as hard as that. But, yeah, he dealt with it in a way that he knew how. Right. Was it the healthiest way? No. And he was still at a point where he could talk Hawkeye through it. Yeah. Like, he wasn't to a point where he was knocked down Drake out. Right. Yeah. He was, he talked Hawkeye through it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was successful. Yeah. We all cheered. I cheered. (laughs) Stevie, I know what's going on, and all of a sudden I find myself going, yay! Yeah, Yeah. you know, they put in the graft, they seal it up with silk, and yeah, he keeps his leg. So, and how did the episode end, though? Because I, like I say, this is, it's a meta moment to me, because of a reason we'll mention in just a moment, but how does it end, the episode? With... After the surgery, after their exchange, Oh, yes, right? and then they fly. Then Borelli is getting in the helicopter, saying goodbye to... But keeping in mind that Hawkeye did yell at him mm-hmm. after surgery. Mm-hmm. So they still weren't, like, best besties yet or anything. 
But yes, as he flew away, continue, sorry. Yeah, hold on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, then Hawkeye comes up to the pad and, you know, lifts his hat to him, a little sigh of respect, and probably gives him a little salute, and off they go. Well, aside from the fact that it is a good episode, in my opinion, because of... It's a fairly dense episode. I mean, on a scale of one to five, I would list this at a three to four in terms of plot density. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't a lot of rest moments. Some things that were emblematic of that. Um, just how we go from the bar in Tokyo to back to MASH, where uh, Frank is getting on Henry's case about the guy is not going, and then they jump in this pool that Henry's in, yeah. In swim fins and a groucho set a, a groucho kill. Yeah. And then uh the major arrives. That's you know, there's not really a break there. There's no real long letdown. And then also when radar's calling around to get the graft, he's on three different phone lines. You know, he's on he's using the camp PA is one, the actual phone is another, and his headset is another. So it's it, it's and very... everyone's actually treating him as this is odd. You can't mm-hmm. be asking for this. Yeah, but it's a very dense episode as far as that goes. But With the lightness though of yeah. Margaret and oh, her God. little smiles and on... how she's tripping over. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but something to point out because it kind of comes up in several parts of the episode. If you if you really watch for it, there are a lot of meta moments because. Dr. Borelli is Robert Alda. He is Alan Alda's father. So, all these times when he's kind of being paternal to... When Major Borelli is being paternal to Captain Pierce, it's Robert Alda being paternal to Alan Alda. Alan, I am your father. (laughs) When when they're in surgery, Dr. Borelli says, it's okay, you'll do fine, I'm right behind you. Which, in my mind, that's a very meta moment because... Literally and figuratively. You know, um, I should have looked it up, but in in Alan Alda's first uh, autobiography, he talks about this episode and another one. uh, There's another one where Robert Alda... And also Alan Alda's son. I can't are, wait to see that one because yeah. I didn't even know that his son was in it. Yeah, there, there's one where all three generations of Alda are in the episode. And he talks about those and how neat it was. Um, but then, you know, that last scene where Hawkeye comes up to the pad and doffs his hat to Major Borelli and basically says, thanks for stopping by. And Major Borelli salutes him and it's like, thank you for having me. That's also, in my mind, Alan Alda saying that to Robert Alda, and vice versa. So there are meta moments in there where if you know that that is Alan Alda's father, you you can kind of get a slightly deeper meaning to some of the things, which I think is really cool. And Robert Alda, I mean, he was in, um, oh, crap, now I can't think of it, uh, Vaudeville. He was a vaudeville so actor. way back when. Yeah. So, you know, he he's from the old guard of, like, stage acting and all that. And he does a great job. I mean, oh, yes. he's a good actor. That's where Alan Alda got his uh, penchant for being an actor. 
and he took off with it. I mean, Alan Alda was on stage with his right. dad on vaudeville, so cool. it, it's just a really neat moment to see him come on the show and be part of MASH in terms of that. But um, other stuff about this episode. Anything else about this episode that we haven't talked about? That's also what I picture Ellen Eldon all the, the character <laughs> Hawkeye's father to actually look like. Mm, you know when sure, he writes yeah. the dear dads and yeah, the, that. Yeah. This is the gentleman that I picture in my head. Okay. Yeah. I probably because I know it's his father. Mm-hmm. So I you know I picture this. Okay. Who is his real father in yeah. my head when he's writing the dear dad letters? Sure. So, yeah, well, I can see that. Yeah. Um, other things. The British, uh, when they when they did find an artery, it was a British um, yeah. <laughs> artery. Mm-hmm. So the British, I don't know like what their ranking is or anything, but the, the, this ranking person, I yeah, don't know. The, I'm sure it was the CEO of the camp. So I mean, he said it's. Um, an American leg. The artery is going to be in an American leg, so they will have the urge to drive on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that Thank was just kind of cute. That yeah. just little parts and bits and pieces mm-hmm. of you know who who we are and yeah, the, it's the little things sometimes that can make the light the story light. Mm-hmm. And they use something like that with grafts or blood transfusions a couple times in the show. There's one yeah. where both. Uh, Klinger and Major Winchester end up giving blood to the same soldier. And, yeah, there's something, I think it's Hawkeye makes some comment about, um, you know, how he'll act all... (laughs) Puffy. Yeah, like blue-blooded, but uh, courageous at the same time. So, Um, one other thing for sure that I know I marked down on my notes, um, well, two things. First of all, I loved a little bit of interplay between... Frank and Margaret in the mess tent. Margaret is, like you said, giving Borelli that stare, that Margaret stare of just like lustful whatever. And you almost see her eyes light up, like a little, yeah. you know, in a commercial and you see the little gleam and it goes, mm-hmm. bing. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just staring and Frank actually says, if you keep drooling down the front of your shirt, you'll <laughs> need to change your bra. <laughs> yeah. Frank actually, no, like, stood up for himself <laughs> i thought that was rather interesting because he normally doesn't margaret normally yeah he usually doesn't notice yeah you know he, he's normally uh pretty unobservant but he also is normally the one following not taking the lead and making a comment like that so right it doesn't stick around but that was interesting to see but another uh statistic that they pulled out was when everybody's in the swamp, Borelli, Trapper, Hawkeye, and the Colonel. When they're in the swamp, uh, Henry says, at the beginning of the year, MASH treated over 5,000 patients over a two-month period. And Borelli's blown away by that. That's, I mean, that's... That's a huge number. You know, let, let's take that down if... Let's just round it up to 6,000 because it's over 5,000, right? And let's assume 30 days of the month. So that means that we're looking at 60 days, 6,000 patients, right? That's 100 patients a day. If you, let's assume a staff of 10 doctors just for the sake of things, right? Okay, so that's what, six patients per doctor per day. The problem is it isn't per day. 
but you... let's just break this down to that yeah. level just to get a yeah. sense of this. Okay, let's assume on average, I'm just pulling these numbers out because some surgeries take longer, but let's assume three hours per patient, you know, because you'll have ones that are probably pretty quick, but if you have to put them under, you're probably going in. At, yeah, and it, right? you're talking at least two to three hours. Yeah, okay, so let's, let's say on the low side, two hours. That means that every doctor was on of a staff of 10, and I'm pulling these numbers out of thin air, but let's just assume these things for the moment. That means every doctor was in surgery for 12 hours a day for, tw for two months to take care of that many casualties, not to mention time in post-op. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. And, you know, I mean... And I, then they I, talk about the boredom. Well, where could the boredom come from? <laughs> you know... Well, they, we see the moments where if there's no fighting in their sector, they wouldn't get casualties. But, but if then you get a, overdone and you like get 24, that. 36 hour straights. Yeah. And like you're saying, it wouldn't just be, you know, uh, in a, it wouldn't be that many a day. It wouldn't just be six right. a day. It would probably be a lot more. Because if it was just six a day, you could plan it. Mm -hmm. And I think our minds can deal with planning something like yeah. that. But there's never... There's never for sure what your day is going to be. You yeah. never know when you yeah. wake up if you're going to be standing on your feet for 24 mm. hours or if you're <laughs> going to be bored to death. You yeah, know? and we've seen it both ways, just even up to season three in MASH. Right. But, you know, just for an in, for instance, that's that helps us understand that number maybe is... Crazy. Can you, I mean, can you imagine having to work... So closely with your hands inside of a person, because that's a tiny space, really. And if you have somebody else assisting you, even just a nurse, you know, they talk about hand cramps. I can see that. If you're going 12 hours a day for two months, basically, that would be a lot. And not to complain or anything, mm -hmm. but if I knit too long, I get mm -hmm. severe headaches. Yeah. You well, know, you're focusing so, on. So. This is even smaller and more mm. intense. I mean, yeah. I could, that's something you can do just on the side, but you're constantly, mm -hmm. they must just have this intense yeah. inner challenge with themselves, yeah. well, you know? There's a reason why they seem exhausted, I'm sure. And there's a reason why they have the post-traumatic yeah. syndrome. Yeah, post-traumatic stress. But, um... I don't think I have anything else hate to specifically. Leave that. It's not a heavy note, but, but well, well I mean, we have another the episode. Next episode or you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to mention, I want to start doing this more. The guest stars on this episode, okay. we had Father Mo uh, obviously uh, Major Borelli was Robert Altman. We had William Christopher as Father Mulcahy. Uh, Joseph Mayer as Major Taylor. Don't really remember Major Taylor. Not mm -hmm. sure who that was, but obviously. Credited and uh, Tad Maybe it was Corino. the British guy. Oh, yeah, probably. There you go. Yeah, that's Major Taylor. That would make sense. And then uh, Tad Horino as the bartender in Tokyo. So, all right. Uh, season 3, Episode 18, House Arrest. What is that about? So, really, I would say that there are three main plots in this episode. The first one... That's a good idea to break it down into the plot. Yeah. Basically, the first one that we see is that uh, Margaret is having issues in OR. So Hawkeye is being less than kind. He's not being unkind, 
but he's not being kind. You know, it's just he's being short because she keeps making mistakes. In post or uh, in the scrub room after the OR session, he's saying, you know, if you can't keep your work on your your mind on your work major, then you don't belong in OR. And she tells Frank to defend her honor. So he, he snaps Hawkeye with a towel. That's on such the a butt. primary thing to do. Sorry. And <laughs> then Hawkeye grabs a towel from Trapper because he was washing his hands. Fluff, 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 whack! Smacks Frank right in the or right in the, the eye. eye. Right in the eye. I thought the it was jaw in the jaw would, too, no, but yeah. it was in the eye. Yeah, he would have acted differently if he hit him in the jaw, but he hits him in the eye. And uh, then Frank insists on pressing charges. Well. Henry is trying to talk Frank out of this until Radar mentions that if you're facing charges, court-martial, you're under a house arrest. At which point Hawkeye, who's in the room, says, you mean I can't leave? I can't work? I just need to Lay sleep? Lay on a nap? <laughs> nap and read? Yes, sir. Take me. I'm yours. <laughs> and I'll fight to the death any attempt to free me. So Hawkeye, throughout this whole episode, from that point on, is under house arrest. But kind of a fancy house arrest. Yeah. Everyone's a little happy about how he got to that point by punching yeah. Frank. <laughs> Which then, um, they're taking testimony. Margaret says that Hawkeye hit Frank. Trapper says that uh, Frank slipped on soap and hit his eye and got a black eye. Okay, so that's one uh, plot line. The major one. The secondary one, I would say, is that Radar is had clinger length in his pants and he ends up getting not really platform shoes but shoes that are a little thicker sold and they have a heel two inches so he's taller you know instead of looking major burns in the throat he's looking him about in the lip or the nose <laughs> you know and uh so there's that and hawkeye meets him out in the compound and sees that he's taller and says radar you don't need those there's height that people don't see give those to somebody who really needs them also another plot line again i would say a secondary one is margaret was so nervous because colonel reese is coming to mass she is a colonel nurse um and she is coming to kind of oversee or to inspect the nursing staff and she bunks with margaret and for some reason takes an instant liking to major burns and she keeps trying to hit on him and then finally corners him in margaret's tent when margaret is in post-op and she is all but forcing uh, i mean frank's doing it willingly but all but forcing uh blueberry blackberry blueberry brandy blueberry brandy down Frank's throat. I'm not usually one for the hard stuff, Colonel. Oh, it's just fruit juice, honey. And getting him drunk. And then also intoxicating him with, I have the Pentagon in the palm of my hand. How would you like to play the palace? Walter colonel. Reed. How would you like to be a colonel? And um, so then she starts macking on him and kissing him. And uh, Major Houlihan walks in. Oh, Really? And then we hear Colonel Reese start to yell rape. And so 
at the the movie that's being shown in the swamp because Hawkeye can't leave, so Father Mulcahy arranged for the movie to be shown in the swamp so Hawkeye could see it. Everybody comes out of the swamp. Everybody comes out of Major Houlihan's tent. And uh, Colonel Reese is talking to Colonel Blake, you know. Uh, he, he, he tried to rape me. Well, what do you want me to do about it, Colonel? Well, press charges. And then Hawkeye says, oh no, he's not sharing my house arrest. To which Major uh, Houlihan replies, he didn't do anything, Major Burns. You slipped on a bar of soap. soap. <laughs> so now Hawkeye's so. off the hook and Frank is under house arrest pending the, the clearing of the court-martial. And <laughs> I love the last scene because Frank gets his... Uh, meal his i'm guessing it was supper in the tent and he gets sea rations he gets these cans right hawkeye got steak again hawkeye punched frank burns mm. <laughs> and he got steak and i think hawkeye's comment is well i was only a puncher you're a jumper <laughs> and so that's and then he said look i'm a free man earlier mm. in the episode frank burns was making a point because actually, Hawkeye was under house arrest, but it was kind of a nice house arrest. Like yeah. you mentioned, he, they brought him steak. They mm -hmm. had the movie in his tent. Everything yeah. to make it comfortable. And Frank Burns was like, but look, I can go out, I can go in. I can go out, I can go in. <laughs> yeah. Well, the very end of this, that was Hawkeye stepping out of the tent, in the tent, and out mm -hmm. of the tent, and in the tent. Yeah. He had freedom. If you've ever seen Mel Brooks' uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, it's kind of like when Dave Chappelle's character is going, I'm on the east side, I'm on the west side, I'm on the east side, I'm on the west side. It's that sort of thing where he's jumping in and out of the tent. Just kind of makes you chuckle. Yeah, but a very humorous episode, which again, it's nice to see these pair up so nicely for us. Where we do have one that's a little heavier with the consultant, and then we have this one which is... Very light. Very light with house arrest. All right, so... Those are the three major plot lines, uh, comments about this episode. I love um, when Klinger came in when they were discussing Hawkeye's, whether he's guilty or not yeah. guilty or what, what it means to be under house arrest. Mm. Klinger came in with um, Radar's pants, which he lengthened mm. two inches. And Henry says, a house coat at four in the afternoon? Uh. I really have to stay on these guys <laughs> or else people take advantage. Klinger, go put on a dress. <laughs> like, you're yeah. staying on him by making him put on a dress and take off the house coat. Mm -hmm. You're too lax. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was one of my favorite chuckle moments. Mm -hmm. um, also, when you had mentioned right before the whole thing started, and mm -hmm. that is Father Mulcahy. Go ahead. You can say what happened. Since it with, was oh. with eating meat on Friday. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> When Hawkeye's in his tent, again, he gets steak. This isn't from one of the patients, is it? Because you know how <laughs> my views on cannibalism. No, Water no. Buffalo. Water buffalo. Probably tough. Oh, no, no. Little old lady wrote it to church every Sunday. Very tender. And so they're eating, and then Father Mulcahy comes in while Trapper is trying some of Hawkeye's steak, you know, one piece at a time. And Father Mulcahy brings... Hawkeye, a prisoner of war package, which, which, which yeah, 
According to the Geneva Convention, uh, every prisoner of war is entitled to a razor, a tube of toothpaste, soap, six aspirin, a washcloth, and four Oreo, Oreo. cookies. Oreo cookies? <laughs> Where does that come from? I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they give Father Mulcahy a taste of the steak because he's like, is that real steak? Yeah. yeah. So then Father Mulcahy just leans back. Mm. Oh, oh that's the look quite in his good. eyes was like... And then, mm, oh no, it's Friday. <laughs> no, it's... And then Trapper says, no, it's not. We're over the dateline. It's Saturday. And Father Mulcahy responds, oh, whew, that was close. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I mean, this would have Catholics. been a time... Yeah, Father Mulcahy, obviously a Catholic. Catholics do their best not to eat meat. On Fridays, at least at this point in time, they did. I think that's become a little more lax now, but it, you know, that was the thing is like, give this up on Fridays. Which, by the way, on a tangent, fish is still meat, <laughs> unless you're Catholic. Anyway, so Father okay, he is worried about having meat on a Friday because you can be a pescatarian, <laughs> just red meat you're giving up. So, but, um, I. I said that beforehand. I thought that was a great moment in the episode. It, when, it, when it actually happened, I just yeah. died laughing. You know, if you're raised Catholic and don't eat meat on Fridays, it was yeah. funny. Because... Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it also shows this level of naivete in Father Mulcahy, too. Radar's right. not the only one. He's, he's the one with the highest level of naivete, but then you have Father Mulcahy. And this isn't the only time we see it. Right. But you can tell he's educated, but then there's still this moment of accepting Trapper's explanation. As if, like, Fridays oh, don't yes. exist in Korea. You go directly <laughs> from Thursday to Saturday because you're across the dateline. I right. guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, so yeah, I thought that was, I, I always think that's cool. And I, yeah. I also love the Oreo cookies. I do too. <laughs> you know, aspirin I can see, soap I can see. Oreo cookies? I, what? <laughs> sure, maybe it's a dense source of calories. I I don't know. I, also, I absolutely love the lady that plays. I, I should look up her real name. Did it say on? Did you write that at the end? For uh, whom? For the um, Colonel Reese. Mary... Uh, Wicks, W-I-C-K-E-S. So you would recognize her from um, White Christmas she was in. Mm -hmm. She was in um, Sister Act. She was yeah. in many hilarious parts. Oh, I have it up so. here. Let's let's take a look. Um, Life with Louis, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Weldon Pond, Little Women, Sister Act, Sister Act 2, Father Dowling Mysteries, Postcards from the Edge, Highway to Heaven, Almost Partners, Punky Brewster, uh, All, Elf Loves a Mystery, The Christmas Gift, The Canterville Ghost, Murder She Wrote, ABC After School Specials, ooh, Trapper John M.D., she was on oh, that. Oh, cool. Um, Doc Mash, the one appearance, Here's Lucy... Yeah, her IMDb page is quite extensive, actually. Oh, Holy my cow. goodness. Love Boat. She was on Love Boat. That's she, another page. A lot of things. <laughs> Walt Disney oh. Presents. You the, name it, she's done it. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. There's page after page after page. Wow. Yeah, that's a long so, IMDb page. But you would recognize her. Just mm. a, a fun actress. You can see yeah. she's someone that's loved by all, which mm. is why she gets so much work. Yeah. 
Uh, other things. I didn't get the shipment of Rumpelstiltskin um, books. What was that? Like at the beginning. I, yeah. So, and I'm like, okay, does that yeah. have meaning to something? I, you know, I'm, I'm guessing. Because usually all things have meaning. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing at the, at the very base level. So the episode opens, we're in OR, and over the PA we hear an announcement that the camp librarian is proud to announce that we have 100 copies of Rumpelstiltskin. I'm guessing it's just one of those things where, like, in various episodes, Radar will come in and say, yeah, I'm sure that the uh, supply shipment was a mistake. 800 tongue depressors and 400 okay. adult diapers. So just showing that war isn't always yeah. spot on. Yeah. Um, I, I do love, by the way, the the moment where Hawkeye meets Radar in the compound after he's put on the shoes. Yeah. Radar, what happened? Happened, sir? Radar, e either you've been raised or the camp's been lowered. And then he looks down and that's where he says, you don't need those. With respect, sir, you don't know what it's like to be short. Looking everybody square in the throat. The only parade I've ever seen is one that I was in. Yeah. Radar, there's height that people don't see. So... Yeah, that, that's not There's the a reason that Hawkeye is his idol. Yeah. Which is... Um, it plays into that episode where Hawkeye falls off that high perch. Right. He loses his height. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, what else? The sea rations that's I mentioned. I yeah, I think that's everything I had, too. Um, during the movie, while they're watching it just worth mentioning because i love pointing out when she's in mash we have bobby mitchell guest starring as lieutenant janet baker so she's <laughs> back again uh other members that were in this we have jamie Farr's clinger obviously uh william christopher as father mulcahy we have jeff maxwell as igor he's running the projector yeah we see dennis troy as one of the mps He's back again and again. He plays a lot of sergeants driving Jeeps around. But that's a funny moment when Hawkeye stops to talk to Radar. They're going for a bathroom break. And the MP, well, one yes. of the MPs, <laughs> leans in and says something to Hawkeye. And he says, no, no, go on without go me. Go on without me. Mention my name. No, and they're <laughs> supposed to be watching <laughs> Hawkeye. Him, but they needed to use the bathroom. So they went. And then when they come back, you hear somebody yell, movie's starting. And then the MPs come back and it's... Dennis Troy, who says, we waited for you, sir, but then we went on without you. And Hawkeye, Aww. it's so lonely at the top. <laughs> and they escort him. And Kelly Nakahara is also credited in this episode. I don't remember seeing her Lieutenant unless it was Kelly during Yamato. the movie. It could have been. Either that or... The movie was... There was 50 people in the swamp, they said. Full cast. Oh, yeah, and then we see those. So, yeah, she must have been in there because they also list other um, cast members such as Vincent Price and Gene oh, Tierney. Because and they were in Colonel the movie. Wilde, who were in the movie. Oh, my gosh. Because, <laughs> yeah, the movie that they were watching, whatever it was, Hawkeye wanted to see because of Gene Tierney. And her overbite. Yeah. No dentist better ever fix that overbite. <laughs> Vincent Price just kissed her. Right on the or on the teeth, right, right smack on. on the over. Boy, if he straightens out that overbite, I'll kill him. <laughs> so 
Yeah, it was a good episode, very humorous throughout. Any other comments? No, not not a one. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, as always, go out and watch these episodes. I think, um, I love House Arrest. But for me personally, uh, Consultant is actually one of my favorite episodes because of the uh, Alan, Alda, Robert, Alda oh, connection. Exactly. And I'm so looking forward to mm -hmm. seeing his son. So yeah. I I'm, I'm, can't wait. But in the, same, in the same breath, House Arrest is one of the most memorable episodes for me out of the whole run because of just what's going on. You know, the fact that Hawkeye hits Frank and then Margaret retracts her support of Frank and just all the wackiness that goes on. It's right. a very memorable episode for me. So I, I'd highly recommend both of these episodes. Um, we, you know, we see the characters developed at this point. We're on disc th three of three for this season. We're on the back third of the season. I mean, we're really closing in on season the three. end. Yeah, the end of season three, the end of um, Colonel Blake and Trapper John's time on the series. So these characters are pretty well developed at this point. These are This is a good point to watch these episodes if you haven't yet. Um, you know, that's why we mention the episodes we're going to review at the top of each podcast so that you can... Go to Netflix and check them out. Watch them ahead of time or after you listen to us. And after you do that, if you have any comments, you know anything that you agree with us on that you don't agree with us on, what you can do is you can head over to facebook.com slash whiskey and mash. Find us there. Uh, you know, Leave some comments on our episodes. They're all, I put them out there after every recording is posted. So you can actually comment right on the episode on our Facebook page. You know, let us know what you think of how we did in reviewing the episodes. Uh, if you talking about the episodes, if you want to get those, you can subscribe to them through your favorite podcast application like iTunes. You just go there, search for Whiskey and Mash, all words, um, and you can find us, subscribe to us, so that every time we upload a new episode, usually Sundays, it'll download automatically to your podcast player and You'll have it there. If you don't do the podcast thing and you got this some other way, you can head over to narclaninc.com, N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com. Go over to the Whiskey and Mash page, and all of the uh, episodes are linked there. You can either download them to an MP3 player or just stream them right off of the website. They're all available for you, every single episode, along with a short little description, and that updates automatically. So... It is up to date with all of our episodes. And as always, we are inviting any MASH cast members. Please come and join us. We would love to fit you in and um, like to hear what you personally have to say. So give us a call. Give us an email. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Let us know what you're thinking and yeah. come join us. Oh, I would love to know if any actual MASH cast members listen to this podcast. That's right. Come it, and join us. Yeah. So... Um, speaking of, if you enjoy this podcast, if you want to help support us, right now the best thing you could do to help support us is to share the podcast with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, someone who might enjoy, even if they don't enjoy MASH in general, just enjoy what I think is kind of a fun episode to listen to. Because we have fun recording it, and I hope it was fun for you to listen to as well. Um, please do explore the Narclan Inc. site. 
see the other podcasts that we have out there. There are two more out there. Uh, the Chris Reads Book One, I'll start to record more episodes of that very soon within the next week or two. So there will be more of those up. And my wife and I promise to get more episodes of Geeks, apparently, up there eventually. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. And uh, I'm Chris Pullman. Gloria Ackerman. We'll see you next time. Whiskey and mash. <laughs> ah, good whiskey today, too. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, I like these episodes. Yeah. Like I'm not saying it comes from us. Trapper John, Wayne Rogers, here's to you. Here's to you. Thank you. Rest in peace. We'll see you all next time.